0: Welcome to the Defender Diaries, where I invite motoring minds to chat cars, restoration and motorsport. I'm Dominique Chalier, an Australian historic car racer, restoration professional and fanatic for everything machines, media and the mind. So jump in and let's go behind the chicanes. G'day. Hello. Nick, how are you going? I'm going well. <laughs> Here we are in Castlemaine. or Castle is it Maine. Castle, Maine? Oh Castlemaine?
1: Castlemaine. There's a couple of well, ways of saying it. Depends, isn't there? Locals say Castlemaine.
0: <laughs> Do they? Yes. <laughs> Do you consider yourself a local now?
1: Um, probably in another 50 years time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hope i live that long. That'd be good.
0: Um, we're, we're actually going to talk about one of my favourite uh, projects that uh, Historic and Vintage Restoration's uh, My Family Business uh, project managed and restored, uh, which is your uh, my Riley baby. Yeah, Blue Streak special. Um, But I think just before we get into that, it might be nice to introduce this little stunner out the back hanging out there. Can you tell me briefly what we've got here? You didn't even
1: know that was there, did you? (laughs) That's the next project. That's a series two A, 1968. It's a 109 ute. Yes. So um, yeah, that's going to be the next project.
0: (sighs) How long have you had that one for?
1: Probably a couple of years. Okay. Yeah.
0: And what are you going to do? Full resto on that one?
1: That's the aim. That's the
0: aim. Another big one.
1: Yes, yeah.
0: <laughs> are you gonna? I love the
1: restos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cars, houses. Yeah. I was going to say,
0: you're going to put your own personal touch on that as you did your Riley, which we're going um, to. I'd
1: deeper. like to just bring that back to, you know, an original old Land Rover. Yeah.
0: And yeah. use it on the property as a workhorse.
1: Yes, definitely.
0: Wow. No rest for you, pretty girl. <laughs> so Nick, um, I try not to play favorites when it comes to the projects that we've worked on It's a family business. Um, yet I have to say your Riley Big Four Blue Streak Special is a car that really captured my heart. I wrote this little poem about it. Well, it's not quite a wow. poem, it doesn't rhyme. But I actually put <laughs> Poetry it Poetry
1: doesn't have to rhyme.
0: <laughs> That's true. It's almost like a haiku, but a Dom version. I did put a picture of it up on my Instagram ages ago, and it's been one of the most uh, liked and shared and talked about posts. And right. the bare aluminium body sits tough on Riley Royal blue wire wheels and the Brooklyn style exhaust shoots along the passenger side like a readied weapon. The pre-war 2.5 litre four-cylinder big four engine built by Chris sounds fierce and responds well to pedal stamping.
1: Yes, <laughs> it certainly does. Yeah.
0: I suppose for the benefit of our audience, a few quick facts about the restoration project correct me yep. okay. if I'm a little off. Yep. So it's a new aluminium coach built body in the style of factory racing Riley's of that period. Yes. Reconditioned mechanicals. Yep. Supercharged engine. Of course. Of course. And a specially manufactured close ratio gearbox. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Well, one
1: of my clients at the time when I hit my steel business. Ah, so yeah. Okay. links all around.
0: Links all around. I suppose my questions for you are, uh, first up, um, is there a connection with Riley for you? Um, yeah, and the, how did you come across the
1: connection it? for me? Is with European cars, namely British cars. I was born in England, came out to Australia, and came out to Melbourne when I was eighteen. Um, and it's the brands that I grew up with, not necessarily the models I grew up with, because that Riley was you know, originally made in nineteen thirty-seven. But Rileys were around when I was a kid, as were Land Rovers, and, you know, all sorts of. You know British marks were around that don't exist anymore, um, Riley being one of them. So yeah, yeah. it's um, it was your father's predecessor that found, was the barn find in New Zealand that started this when I got the phone ah, call.
0: Interesting. So she's a little Kiwi gem.
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> sitting in New Zealand for I don't know how long, all forgotten and just a pile of bits but the important bits. The matching mm-hmm. chassis number and engine and the original drum brakes, which are just amazing. The size of them look like they'll stop a truck. So yeah, that was the the start of it.
0: So you weren't specifically hunting for a Riley, but the opportunity came up and you thought, hmm, this could be
1: Correct. something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking for a project, but I didn't know what that project was.
0: Oh, so it found you. Yes,
1: yes, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Well, I always think sometimes a, it's a bit of a, a universe thing where I suppose like a, a rescue dog or something. They, they find you, they call you. And when
1: you're open to it, synchronicity,
0: synchronicity, it's a good word. Mm. I'd like to know your point of view about the process of the custom coach built body, because you really directed that. You put your personal touch on that. That was a real signature thing and that's what makes it yours. And I think that's what makes the car so special and unique
1: um it's just a body of the period it's just you know the the boat tail is just signifies the era of the 30s and and what was happening back then it's just mm. beautiful absolutely gorgeous the lines that they created on the cars and um and to, to to do it all by hand with the french curves and having to do it in mirror image to get the left side looking like the right side and so forth Guys down there did a fantastic job bringing that yeah. dream to reality. That's yeah, for sure.
0: How many times do you think that you sat in the car and thought about it uh, when it was being worked on, and thought, mm, "I wouldn't mind changing um, like this or that." I mean, it, it's such a journey. It's more, I suppose, the question is geared towards someone else that's thinking about embarking on something. Is the reality of how? the restoration changes and grows and it's never just fixed on wheels right
1: it's it's a journey it's a journey and it starts off with you know that 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 car had no body whatsoever which is what I wanted so that I could get a a body of the period put on there two-seater sports um and it was a matter of going through a lot of old photographs in books and so forth and what was around at the time and choosing images that you thought would go together or you know an image of a car and you know well that's almost right but it needs to be changed here because of the size of the car it's quite it's quite small um, yeah, yeah. It,
0: it's it's very deceptive yeah it looks from a distance and in the photos it's got quite a a presence like it looks really tough
1: doesn't look as big close up as what it does in photographs and so forth yeah and
0: yeah, the sound deceptive.
1: oh beautiful absolutely beautiful <laughs> Uh, It's she's a handful to drive. I'm sorry if I call it a she, but um,
0: oh, this is a he. And I have a she. Well, that's
1: fine. That's fine. Um, (laughs) She is a handful. Um, Hmm. Very very quick. The old suspension, which doesn't like a car to stick to the road, but rather it bounces when you get at high speeds. Um, But. It's just I go driving and I come back and I feel like I've done a workout in the gym, but I have a smile that lasts for days. It's just...
0: Oh, covered in grit, mind you. And oh yes, and you flies.
1: <laughs> those aero windshields. I don't know why they bothered me with those. They don't stop anything. Yeah. But I like the thrill of wearing the goggles and the scarf and looking silly. Oh well, you do. I've seen you in
0: your kit when you rock up and you you drive it and it all looks very much period correct and really fun. But also there's a practicality to wearing exactly these right. things. Exactly um, right. You do need the goggles, you do need the hands, especially as I can imagine, winter's out here, not very forgiving, yep. quite icy. Um, do you there's get a lot of heat come through there?
1: Not much. Um, you get a little bit of heat coming through, but that's more than um, over overcompensated by the fact that there's no roof and windows whatsoever. So you're totally open to the elements. So if it's freezing cold or you know, windy or raining connected oh yes yeah, definitely
0: <laughs> what's so striking about the car is that initially part of the restoration was to paint it blue yet i believe you received so many compliments on its natural brushed aluminum finish that you decided not to paint it is that true fact or fiction
1: <laughs> there is a lot of fact in there um there were some other things that came in that weren't mentioned Hmm. yeah it was my original intention to paint the whole car blue um and when it came out with the aluminium body i didn't even give it a thought to leave it as it was then a few people were saying you're gonna paint that that's gorgeous Hmm. well yeah actually you might be right so i thought about it for a while but what really changed it for me was where the aero shields are there's still some scored lines in the aluminium where the marking out was done to work out the center and where things should be positioned then there's just these tiny faint little lines now which if I painted would go and that's Mm -hmm. part of the manufacturing process and the birth of that car and I couldn't lose that it's beautiful
0: I love that you appreciate that
1: yeah it's it's craftsmanship and it's it's really nice to be able to see how that originates how you know what how that comes about
0: and the aluminium natural finish like it the louvers, the the bulge, the shapes, it really pops like it's sculpture. Mm. And I think we're so quick to cover up natural beauties, be it, you know, houses. We're quick to cover them up and um, cars are quick to paint them. And, and actually certain paint, I think, can really mute the shapes of certain cars, yes. unfortunately. Yep. Um, I, yeah, it's, it's interesting that you agree with me. I mean, there are some classic cars that I think, oh, that paint works it's not quite right for that shape. Or you see it in a different color and you're like, wow, it's like a completely different car, but it is what it is, you know?
1: I think there's a good line that says it all. Less is more.
0: Uh, It's as simple as that, Mm. isn't it? In a dream world, if you could take your Riley and race it anywhere or drive it anywhere or participate in any event worldwide in any Mm. era,
1: Oh, in any era now. Anything. Oh, oh, any era now.
0: Where would you go? What would you do?
1: Oh, gee, any era. Well, it would be. It would have to be back in the in the Bentley Boys era. Hmm. That's that. That they're the races I'd love to have seen. Yeah, it may have been just going around an aerodrome, which it is now, but um, yeah, it's the cars. The they all looked different. Hmm. Everything looked different. You could look at a car and you'd you'd know instantly what it was. Unlike today, where everything looks the same. Every, all the cars look rounded and you have to go up close to look at the badge to see what the hell it is. But back then, everything looked the same pretty much until the 1970s. That's when it really all started to change.
0: Mm, mm. And they, they sound so different. I suppose that's why I'm so drawn to the historic racing is the variety. Mm. Uh, And it is such a show and everything feels very alive and I, I truly feel like you're really driving these cars and is that part of the the joy of um owning your riley You're and
1: definitely this? driving it because you've got no power assisted brakes you've got no power steering um it's just everything is mechanical um you know the steering in that riley is very heavy okay. the brakes and the clutch are very heavy mm. even so even though she's such a you know a tiny little car really but um, it's very, it's all mechanical um, and yeah it's it's work driving those cars you know i think back at the the races racing the, the cars in that era um, it, without any of those driver assisted aids you know, just how in the hell did you do it the suspension as i said you know you you get the riley up to a decent speed and you think our roads are very smooth but when you drive on on the road, when you've got the old fashioned suspension, you realize how rough they actually are. The modern sus- mm. day suspension just takes all those ripples out. Yes. And so you get to a certain speed where the car starts bouncing. And, and you're like, like, oh, yeah, that's right. It's, it's, <laughs> and it's scary. You, you feel all right at this speed and then you just ratchet it up a bit more and then it, the bounce starts. It's unnerving, yeah.
0: unnerving. And
1: to think that they were racing those cars in those conditions. Um, and in the wet, <laughs> I would Don't. It's a fair weather car because there's no roof. Um, yeah, it's it sees everything for their for their courage and their skill back then. <sighs> the
0: bravery. Yeah, I feel like in that era they were all. It was ride or die, and it was um, in the, the backdrop of everything going on, soci, socio politically, and and the war, and it was just what people did. Mm. Um, it's, it's really a, again another. Another segment we could talk about until the cows come home. I think was there was the definitely a different
1: era. mindset back then uh, uh, as regards life hmm. and living life, living life to to live. Hmm. I hmm. love that.
0: That's yeah, that's very poignant. Um, there's a lot of the soul of and the character of old cars that really appeals to me, um, and actually as a female i'm not alone in that a lot Mm. of females i know are very interested um, in it and the driving experience because it's so visceral um now i'm actually not quite sure about this with you but in terms of like offering some advice to um younger people willing to and, and wanting to break into vintage car ownership um who might be a little bit intimidated by the mechanical aspect i don't know how um uh how how much mechanical um training you ever did or any of that any tips for someone to big fat
1: zero <laughs> i'm i'm a luddite oh um, that's okay <laughs> i'm a meddler just by by training of all things um but the mechanics uh, get me out of here uh, i have <laughs> friends that come around and tinker with my car say you get out of the way You're, i know what i'm doing <laughs> it's yeah. just okay i'll hold the hood for you or, or whatever it is i'll go and get the, the socket set um, I know nothing about mechanics, hmm. nothing whatsoever. Um, and that's not really what interests me. Hmm. I, I, I just love the beauty of those cars. I can appreciate the skill that went into building the car and, and working it all out. And the fact that you're not just sitting in an armchair steering, which is nice for a day-to-day drive, but f- for something to enjoy... Um, I want to feel that I'm alive, I want to feel that I'm part of that car and and the old cars do that for you. I don't think modern cars do it unless you're going at a hell of a speed and you're breaking the law anyway.
0: That's true. It's never really been about speed for me either. No. It's everything that you've um, beautifully uh, expressed. It's the journey
1: not the destination. That's it and corners. Yes. (laughs)
0: How fun in corners, Corners. chicanes! (laughs) Yes,
1: definitely. Which is why I like the European and the British cars because they were built to go around corners.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, It's all well and good to have a car that
1: goes really fast in a straight line but a straight line only goes for a certain distance. Then you come to a corner
0: and and that 's fun negotiating that and and particularly in a car like yours uh pulling it up drum wheel brakes like it 's frightening mm-hmm. it's, yeah uh, and it requires yeah. a skill it requires a different um, mindset as well because you have to you have to really think when you 're driving these cars you have to pre plan things quite extensively uh, and I suppose this does dovetail into my previous question, which is These cars, while they seem complex and crazy and of a different era, are actually rather simple to look after um, in a way. Yes. Um, And they do require, uh, I suppose, a specialist um, knowledge of them. But I think that can be obtained. And I think for someone wanting to break into it, it's just about uh, being mechanically sympathetic and understanding that every time i drive my car out i need to check these things i need yes, to
1: that's exactly right mm. we forget that you know we get, we've got modern cars they don't need to be warmed up you get in it you start the car and you you drive off straight away <laughs> um i start the riley and five minutes later i can then drive away yeah you know, and then, and, up, then
0: you, that yeah. journey you might say i need to be 40 minutes somewhere but it's like yep just uh, anything could happen. that's there. exactly right
1: <laughs> yes yes i've broken down 100 metres from the front door. <laughs> well, that went well.
0: <laughs> oh, Nick, uh, you know, thank you so much. I think full credit to you for actually um, doing this project and birthing this creation and, and and being a custodian to it because otherwise, who knows what would have happened to the box of parts in, in New Zealand. And I'm
1: sure someone would have found it. Um, But it's nice to be a custodian of that car. And at the end of the day, you know, we're just custodians. Um, Somebody else is going to one day have that car. My eldest son would like it, but he's going to have to get away, get rid of his automatic driver's licence and learn to drive a manual, (laughs) as I reminded him. (laughs) On the Um, list. (laughs) I don't know how far that is down the list at the moment. Um, It's full credit to to you and the family oh, thank for you. Yeah. helping me realize my dream. Oh. I always had a dream of having an old car but what that old car was going to be I never knew. Hmm. So um, yeah it got breath and it came to life.
0: Yeah well hmm. thank you. Thank you Nick. Thank you for sharing time out of your busy schedule. I know how busy you are with your restoration projects. Be them architectural or what we can (laughs) see behind us and other projects. I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with me and uh, I hope everyone really enjoyed this and getting to learn a little bit more about Nick and his beautiful Riley. See you next time.
1: See you. Thanks (laughs) Dom.